Darko Milicek. I think that's who that's it was. was. <laughs> Fucking bum ass Milicek. <laughs> Darko, that nigga didn't even play. That <laughs> nigga did nothing. Got Greg Odin status. All right, let's kick this shit off, man. You ready? Yep. All right, yo. Fact Check Podcast, episode 47. You already know what time it is. It's your man, Ross Kenny, a.k.a. Frankie Grimes. And it's your boy, Fly Fonzarelli, a.k.a. Fly Fieri. Shit is brought to you by the MDMA Lifestyle Wave and FCLG. That's First Class Lifestyle Group. We are the longest-running weekly episodic podcast in Baltimore, Maryland. I have two hosts that record in a basement on Friday mornings and drink different types of beverages. Uh, this morning, we had some 1942. Yeah. And I got some beers and champagne in the fridge. Who knows what we'll be drinking next. Um, shout out to our top cities and countries. The United States, United Kingdom, Belgium, Austria, Brazil. Sorry about that, guys. Brazil, Lithuania, Ukraine. <laughs> and that's it for the past week. No Russian Federation this week? Not this week. Wow. I think uh, Russian Federation is a fact check thing. Oh, you just did the wave. You just did the wave prayer. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Baltimore, Maryland, Watertown, Massachusetts, Clifton, New Jersey, Sarasota, Florida, Aberdeen, Maryland, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Kettering, United Kingdom, Greensboro, North Carolina, Ashburn, Virginia, Boardman, Oregon, Owens Mills, Maryland, Brussels, Belgium, Los Angeles, California, Hackensack, New Jersey, Villainous, Lithuania, North Richland Hills, Texas, Grays, United Kingdom, Berlin, Brazil, Vienna, Austria, Richardson, Texas, Dallas, Texas, and rounding it out, Kiev, Ukraine. Speaking of Europeans, speaking of Europeans. Yeah, did you hear about this shit? Yo, do the yeah. athlete, Joe. We got uh, 40, 47, man. Shout out to Andre Karolinko, man. AK-47. Let's see who else is on here. There's a couple other ones. It's for Dave Latin, AJ Bramlett, Jerry Lucas, the legend. Tiago Splitter. Nah, that's, nah, that's a legend. Um... Say and then it come to the Jersey champion, fucking Karolinko. He had thirteen year career. Mm-hmm. Sheesh, he has a world of witch Warcraft tattoo on his back. The fuck? A full back world of Warcraft tattoo. That nigga special. That's some savage shit. That's some real special shit. Larry Brown sports. Larry Brown the coach. Damn, that shit's not bad either. That shit looks painful. Oh, hell yeah. You know it did. Heard those some of the worst. <laughs> she used to come on on the Dave Chappelle shit. That was one of the things Drake got a lot of points for early in his career. What? You could tell that he studied. He's a student of the game. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of the times when he, like, flips a bar or something, it's, it's just, like, him paying the homage. And he did that with them. A lot of niggas won't do that with Dead Press. Okay. What song was that? That was off the, the second album. 
that trash ass joint. I it wasn't, wasn't even trash over. I wasn't One thing about music, when it hits you, like he flipped the whole shit. Like, yeah, just like he did the Project Pat shit on the uh, JV. He ain't flip shit with that Project Pat shit. Yeah, he, he took that took verbatim. That bar. I get it. Like I told him, I get it. Like, is you on a Memphis nigga song, and you have to have the pass from Pat to do that. You're not gonna do that shit without that pass from Three Six. True. And he's 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 got Memphis roots. So they oh yeah, him. I keep forgetting His that. Pops shit. from down there. So, um, you make any beats this week? Made a couple melodies. I got some f -f 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 fire. Only problem is KC was down here when I was Trying making the, the shit. Told you, took bro. All of them. Told you, bro. You got cat. Niggas can't be in the kitchen, man. I cooked like six on the spot with that nigga, yo. I'm just lying too. It's one of that super fire. I can't wait to play you that shit after this fucking show. Um, how was your week though? Shit was cool. It was alright. Other than that shit, I was telling you. Yeah. How was yours other than the shit we talked about? Hey, bro, I'm, I'll be completely honest with you. I ain't going to go into details yet, but um, that shit is definitely a major stress reliever. You're you just not having to deal with that shit no more. Because this yeah. shit had been going on for months, yo. Yeah. And it was, it was fucking up my sleeping patterns. It was fucking up my mood at home and shit. So, like, I shouldn't have to... I want to, but I shouldn't have to leave my shift in the middle of it to go get high because I know I'm a flip out if I don't. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But I'll talk about that at a later date and time. I'm still processing that shit. Yeah. Nah, I go, man. Uh, what other personal shit that I would talk like about? Like my little shit. It was to the point where wifey was like, "Yo, if that shit done is done." We just deal with it. It ain't shit, yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now, fam. Like, what the fuck I look like, Strauss? I was like, yo, I was like, I wasn't even expecting that reaction from her. She was just like, yo, fuck it. But that's like, how you know you got a good partner. She was like, you'll bounce back. I was like, she's like, you ain't going. I was like, damn. A lot of a lot of bitches be like, nah, you gotta you gotta keep that. You gotta keep that. And then if you fuck it up, they just it might fuck up your joint. You feel me? That's that's kind of what my man was telling me yesterday. I've been in my man that I sat with, he was like, "Yeah, man." He was like, "He don't think it. He thinks it was. He don't. He was saying it wasn't necessarily that he he was bouncing around from spot to spot. Mm -hmm. He was just like, yo, you know, when you with somebody that's got their shit together already, and you're trying to get yourself together for them, mm -hmm. sometimes you might not be moving mm -hmm. at the pace that you need to be moving. So." He was like, I was like, I don't understand. Because you can't. He was, nah, he was like trying to, he's like, I'm trying to, he's like, but it's just sometimes, he's like, yo, with, with all of the shit that was going on, like, I'm like, yo, I get it, bro. I'm like, it's hard to find, like, last year was a tough year if you was like trying to find different work. Yeah. So. But fuck it, man. You know, we're going to make a trip. This gives me more time to focus on the way. Yo, and... who the fuck? Oh, my God. That was almost to the point the other day. I was like, yo, if they just clip me. I can go in the house and get to work. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's like all I've been thinking about. I'm like, damn, I can get the merch now. I can do this now. I can do that now. I got an album done in like two weeks. We ain't oh. got to think about shit else. Nigga, you know I wrote like 80 bars last night, nigga. That shit was just coming out. I'm like, fuck yeah. That's what I was telling my man. I was like, bro, I just don't be having the time. Like, 
I get plus you know us, we house niggas, yo. We don't do shit, so it ain't shit to rap about. You know what I'm saying? That's the that I mean, I'm not outside. Like I, I literally It's really t- hard when you want to be my authentic man, in your rhymes and you don't you do in the house all day. Right. Yo, I, don't I told my man the other day, I said, yo, I gotta come back outside. He's like, yo, he's like, yo, why you ain't rapping no more? Because I'm not outside. Yeah. I'm like, if I was outside be a different in the mix, I'm like, and then if I'm not around other niggas that I think are dope rappers, it's yeah. not gonna make me wanna rap. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I like listening to this shit like as far as the shit that comes out from here is cool, I like it, mm-hmm. but it don't make me be like, I want to rap, because I don't rap the same way. Right. So it's like... Definitely not. It's not The music's not trash. It's great music. No, them beats are fucking trash. But it's just like me, I, it don't be making me get up and be like, yo. Huh. All right, yo, let's just get into the show. Uh, we going to start with... Uh, let's get new music out the way, yo. New music Friday, Shit, I was guys. waiting for. What you got? Uh, what you get? I was waiting for that new currency. He been dropping a lot of little Lucy the past few weeks. Um, the collection. Did we get agency. a whole project? Yeah. Dang, got collection that, agency. Got that Bryson Tiller anniversary Deluke. He got this joint called Jermaine Dupree. Who? Currency. Oh, all right. Hurry, fraud. Just gonna skip over uh, Young Tiller like that? Yeah. So I don't give a fuck about Bryson. I'm gonna hit it Let's that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this is a Harry Fraud beat. Wait till Max comes home and get them fucking fraud beats like that, yo. But you see, that's the thing. That's that's one of the things about currency. Currency's been a diehard Max fan from day one. Mm-hmm. Like, Currency was rapping Max before niggas, like, Wiz even credited, like, Currency with putting him on to Max and that being part of the reason he started doing the off the singing shit that he does. Wow. Cool. The singing shit that he was doing. He's like, yo, I got that from being around Spitter and listening to Max. Uh huh. So it's like, and currency, you got to think. Currency's not a currency's like older than me, older than like probably he's old. He's not like a young dude. Forties, right? Yeah, he's like he's da- if he's not forty, he's damn near. He was young in uh, early two thousands. He was young in the five oh four. Of course, Misty's on there. What's that? That's the one I put on the oh, play. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that's a slapper. That, uh, black metaphor shit. And it's definitely a slapper. Are you good on the currency? Yeah, yeah. like I said, dope. That was... I'm gonna definitely check that one out. What's it called? Collection agency. Okay, yeah. That's just <coughs> Quick little like joint, twenty three minutes. <coughs> Are most of the joints like that? Yeah, but. I ain't gonna hold you. I listened to the whole shit, sit, taking the shit this morning. <laughs> sitting mad. on it, sitting in the bathroom. I listened to it, and when it started going over again, yeah. I was like, "Oh shit!" I played the whole thing. <laughs> I wiped my ass yet. I was like, "This shit is tight." All right, uh, Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats did a little two two pack with um, Joey Badass and the Alchemist. Currency's thirty nine. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah. There we go. I love to see the thirty plus mid thirties rappers closer to forty. I love to see that shit. So, looks like Chloe and Halle dropped Ungodly Hour, the Chrome edition. I have no idea. So I'm what guessing that that's means. a deluxe. Uh, yes. Uh, Shorty, Shorty, and Murder Beats, Memory Lane. Shout out to the home team. Is that L O V E? That's the one we you was we were playing. All right. Shout out to Fatima on that one. I ain't got a chance to listen to it yet. 
I know Fathom did a lot of work on that. Proud of you, bro. That's a that's a working as as in like, like behind the scenes, oh, like now, nah, like A and R and like working the records and shit. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's exact. Fathom's a dot connected. I I've realized he's a dot connected. Like a legitimate dot. Legit one of the few legitimate ones. Like you'll see him almost every Friday, like post. Yo, DJs, check your email. I, I I sent the pack over. Yeah. And it's like all the new shit that he's working and I'm like, yo, he's like I said. Oh, he he's, old school. Right. Like he did like they had the joint. I don't I wanna say the rowdy joint might have only been for DJs. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing certain ones now. He's doing certain like Zoom calls where he's not letting the regular people get yeah, on. That's that. what the rowdy was. The rowdy one was DJ only. So it's like I respect that shit because you're keeping the DJs like you know what I said? Because like you said, that's old. That's that's what we come from. We don't, we, like, it's, you work the record. Like, <laughs> you want it to get played in the club and on the radio. You want that genuine people fucking with it because they heard it out. I remember when niggas used, it was a time, niggas would work a record for like two years. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, Post Malone. And then Malone, when they finally, how like. How long did Post Malone work Rockstar before that album came out? I have no clue. But I mean, like, back in the day, they would interview niggas, and niggas be like, yo, that's not like five years old, man. All right. Uh, Casey Veggie's drop, Customized Greatly, Volume 5. He has uh, Wiz Khalifa on there, and yep, you guessed it, D-Smoke. Uh, Duke Deuce, Duke Nukem. Thank God, yo, because this nigga, I'm so happy he dropped this, y'all. Because he needs some recognition and some shine. Yeah. Is he still on QC? Yes, unfortunately. Damn. Shit sucks. And I ain't forgot about you neither, Alamo Records. We coming for y'all real soon, yo. I can't get none of this shit to play. Yeah, when I go on the web, when you go on their website, it's weird. There's like nothing to click. Oh, it's shit to click. It just ain't nothing to... It ain't got nothing <laughs> when you click it. It's one of them so, situations. When I, went on, like, when I read some of the, I, don't, I think Dirk might be signed to that. He is. Dirk, pop, uh, Smoke Perp. I was getting ready to say Pop Smoke. That might sound it. Let's get into these niggas, y'all. Like, didn't Smoke Perp get snuffed out by Russ and them, too? Wasn't yeah. he the first one? I believe so. Because my man was talking about I'm one good. time with Guap Dad. Right he was like, I never knew Guap Dad was such and such. And I was like, yeah, he's also the one that got snuffed out by Russ and them. Mm-hmm. He was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, damn. You talking about this one? Yeah. It's hey, nothing. You can't even get to it. Yeah, <laughs> it's nothing. Oh, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. No, you found it? Yeah. All right. All right, artist. This is shit that tripped me out. They have a roster. <laughs> but you can't even see their name until you highlight their picture. Like, I feel like that's stupid. They so, expect you to know who they are. So I feel like I got, um, I might earl at any minute. I got Dirk, uh, Smoke Perp, Comethazine. I've heard the name. Uh, Whiff is Funeral. Wi-Fi's Funeral. Young Maul, not to be confused with Brother Maul. Lil, Lil Got It. I believe Lil Got It is. That's huh? a hilarious name. I think he's YSL. Lil Got It. Is nah, this Wilder? Oh, that's O three. Shout out to. <laughs> shout out to O three. <laughs> oh shit! Shout out to O three Greedo, your man Rod Wave. 
Wow. Black Bear. Yo, because wasn't Rod just saying something about his... Oh, uh, I'm going to get into it. Uh, Black Bear's on there? I like Black Bear's music. Ox. Little Mexico. Slime Life Shouting. How is he Little Mexico when that's like a hood? He better be from Little Mexico. If he's not from Little Mexico, that's a problem. Uh, Saneville. D. Watkins. Y.S. Trevor Daniel. Crime Life Cast. Rip. Rip Matt Black. Ja, ja, SLT, H2O, had, or had, and Yak Yola. Yak Yola. Out of these artists, I have seen one, two, I three, Dirk Smoke, four, Dirk Smoke, Perp, Comethazine, Low Got It, Rod Wave. I think those are the only names I've ever heard. And Wi-Fi's funeral and Greedo. I'm sorry. I, I don't give a fuck about any I've of heard, these niggas other than Greedo. But I've um, heard seven of them names. I've only heard music from probably like three or four. Yeah, I fuck with Greedo. That's it. But what I'm trying to say is four to five of these motherfuckers have been on Twitter and on Instagram. Like, fuck Alamo Records. If y'all don't fix this shit right now, I'm going to expose y'all mm-hmm. niggas. Um, y'all really don't want y'all business out there like that. It would behoove y'all to placate my wishes right now. But it was like I was saying the other day, man. Todd Moskowitz owns that shit. Mm-hmm. He's the founder. He's the CEO. Todd Moskowitz is old school Leo era Def Jam. Mm-hmm. Fucking niggas on deals. And he also co-founded 300, who's known to fuck niggas on deals. Mm-hmm. So, like, yo. But it's like, that's the thing. That, Joe said this shit a while ago. They go after the young motherfuckers because, for one, the young motherfuckers, them young dudes might not have nobody around them mm-hmm. that's managing them that knows who the fuck, what, what Todd is about and how they move. Gotcha. So you can't go at a motherfucker that kind of knows. Um, I didn't know he was Gucci's manager. Yeah. So it's like, which is kind of like a conflict of interest that somehow. Really is. Because how you CEO of one label, but you're managing this artist, but he signed to Atlantic. Mm-hmm. But like I said, you got to understand, too, who runs Atlantic is old Def Jam people. So, of course, there's going to be a very good relationship. You got to remember, Gucci was talking about leaving Atlantic for a minute mm-hmm. when his deal was up. And what can what happened maybe like a week later, he re-signed. So it's like, why would you re-sign? You think Todd ain't get a nice... Todd already gets 20% or whatever his fee is. You think fucking Kaizen, fucking... What's the other chick name? Julie and all of them ain't break him off yeah, to make right. sure Gucci stayed with them. Like, it's old school dirt dirtball music business shit. Like, that's why these dudes probably... That's why, like I said, yo, you got, you got a roster full of people that... Uh, dirt is... Dirt is probably the most... The person that's been out the longest or been around for a while, mm-hmm. who's like a notable name out of that roster. Other than Greedo. And Greedo. Like, so, and then you got Rod Wave, but Rod Wave really popped over like the last two, three years. Mm-hmm. So, but these dudes don't have, like, I wouldn't think Dirk would be signed with Moskowitz, but he's not going. But it's like certain people, you know, you also not going to be able to fuck around. You're not going to be able to dick them over and play with them because. 
like Todd also knows that coming from that old school era of rap music that these niggas are street niggas. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to play with a dirt. Like, well, maybe even a Greedo. You feel what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Certain niggas is not just going to be played around with because you know. Yeah, because Greedo dropped and he was in jail for like a year and a half. So and they like, made like cartoon videos for that nigga. So it's like you, you can't play with certain people because at the end of the day, you still gonna have to deal with them, and you're not gonna want to deal with an angry street nigga. Yeah. So real man bars is something you gotta deal with. Who said that? That's uh, is that Rex? That's Rex. <clears throat> grown man bars is oh, something you gotta deal with. What I say, real whatever, man? whatever such and such he say can't add up to this real shit. <laughs> Which one, what's your favorite uh battle rapper like uh, slogan? Yeah. Oh man. I like nigga, you're a bitch. <laughs> Fucking Strapman. Um Strapman is always what's your life like? Yeah. Like when, when he, it was like as soon as and it's the way cause when Suge do it, you know Suge is such a big dude. Uh-huh. He like points down at you. What is life like? He got his hand over your head and everybody like, oh, <laughs> Fucking, I like daylight. Uh, keep it going. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, who else got some fire shit? I think. Hold up. Do ours be doing some shit? You can't spell bars without ours. No, 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 no. It's a. Don't he got another one? Yeah, I forgot what it is. Surf doesn't really have one, but he makes some up sometimes for certain battles, and he'll give them to you at the end of every round. Oh, for real? That's that's cool. Because one of them, uh, when he battled Geechee, he had one. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't know origami. I don't fold or duck paper. Like, and he was like, yo, he kept, I forgot what the whole thing was. It was like, yo, tell math, John, John, and something, something they all nut chases. <laughs> like, it was a whole thing. Um, that was not a good one, yo. And I always gotta give a shug his 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 own. I ain't you heard me. I ain't got no motherfucking slogan. Jersey. <laughs> Yo. Are you on battle rap Reddit yet? Yeah, I've been in battle rap, been through battle rap Reddit. Oh, right. I see some of it. I still gotta get in there to talk to see what them niggas was talking about with that uh was it the playhouse? What's that? Some Beasley's Fun House or some shit. Nah, I don't know nothing about some that. Some weird shit. Like, Skip hit me about it, and I ain't even, like, look into it like I was supposed to. He was, like, some real funny business going on. Like, I, I man, I could talk about it's certain so much shit going I do on like the DNA get the fuck out of here. That should be cool. And, uh, <clears throat> Sean, another six-foot nigga with a death wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga funny as shit yeah. I will just say yo Shine Whoever Shine battles next show He got crucified Them niggas put them up on that cross bro Does he really? At the what Chilla did to him and I how still niggas ain't look- seen that battle bro. How the fuck can I see that battle? Yo it's, you, got, that you gotta search You gonna have to search the depths the depths of the reddits you know? The reddits I'm gonna have to send I'm gonna have to plug you into some of the battle groups on Facebook Cause they come through there. I don't be All checking right. enough to like. Right. I'm 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 gonna swing you in some of that because yo the Fonzie, way Fonzie like the fucking uh, gatekeeper to the <coughs> underground hip hop. The way world yo the way the groups was on Facebook at first, mm-hmm. bro. 
the groups was going on during the pay-per-view era, before the caffeine shit. And niggas was live streaming the pay-per-views in the group. So you would just go in the Yo, group. That's banana. But what started happening was niggas started letting certain battle rappers in the groups. Oh, uh, you can't do that. So, like, you got some guys, like, you got Bankhead. I don't know if you know who Bankhead is. Nope. Like, he's not, like, really on URL. So he's not going to be on there like, yo, smack, they streaming the shit. Yeah, that's like, what you And you got certain niggas in these groups. Mm-hmm. And, like, niggas got the snitching. And what Smack will do is Smack finds out that you're streaming his shit mm-hmm. or bootlegging it, he blocks your account. Like your, your what is it, uh, Watch Battle Rap Live account, mm-hmm. he'll block your account. So mm-hmm. you can't watch the shit no more. Damn. And I seen something was saying he squashed his issues when he pulled up on Mav Hoffa, they trying to. Yeah, because you see Mav Hoffa don't need his punk ass. <laughs> A lot of them niggas don't need that. Math, Math been talking crazy, though. Yeah, ever talking about since Surf that not a legend. Homeboy, I don't know. said Surf not a legend. Like, but you are. Like, <laughs> Yo, all right. Let's get to the rest of the new music. Uh, singles from Pop Smoke, AP. Don't want to talk about it. YG featuring Big Sean. Go big. Okay. Young Blue featuring... featuring huh? Blue got something out? Oh, yeah. man. Blue Vandross? Shit. Young... That's the nickname? Young yeah. Blue? Yeah, okay. Blue Vandros. And uh, Koi Lorray, Thieves in Atlanta. I'm good on that. Nothing? Okay. I'm good on it. She's Benzino's daughter. Oh, it's like, yeah. yo, yeah. I don't, ain't nothing you going. No, no, no time for plants over here on Fact Check Podcast, baby. Uh, DDG and OG Parker featuring 42 Doug. That is on the, like, I've heard, I've always heard DDG's name. It's the first time I've heard him. Mm-hmm. Nice joint. It's on, uh, it's on my five for this week. I actually got my five today. (laughs) I don't. And I didn't do the playlist last week, so I got to do two this week. Fucking uh, DMX and Mr. Green Supreme Ninja Training Montage. (laughs) What? (laughs) Now I'm intrigued because I was on title at midnight. You got it. All right, pump it up. FK Drum Exposure. Who that is? Two K Baby and Mar- let's check it out. You say you don't know? Mm. Nah, I'm good on exposing yourself to me. <laughs> <laughs> How do you come off like that? Yo, that might just been where the snippet. That's where the snippet brought in at, man. Bad snippet, yo. Bad snippet, yo. They, who, who did that? Spotify? Who did your snippets, bro? Was that Spotify putting it? You know, they'll just oh pick a part God. of the song. When I express myself to you. You can't do that. You can't just, you know, you got to no bring me, sir. you got to bring the snippet in on the right part. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, and apparently he is part of uh, Laverne. L-V-R-N. Oh. I'll just say this. I've never heard of him, and that's not like a. I would because when it comes to R and B, they got shit on lock over there. The Laverne, that's Summer, Summer Walker, Walker Black. Black. Uh, I don't know who they got. A, they got a little 
team uh, over there. Other than that, who the fuck? Oh, a bunch of low key niggas that move in that circle. Yeah, they and move like in the culture their... for real. <laughs> I, like, What's his name? They be the, um, the type of niggas that everybody else be biting off of, um, but you wouldn't know because they don't Summer have Walker, time, Black, Drum. Drum, yeah. He's still over there? He's yeah. still doing shit? And Westside Boogie. I don't know what that is. Boogie? Yeah. From California? Oh, I thought he was on Shady. I think I think he's managed by uh L V R and it's like they're like a management company. Gotcha. They're not they're not like a label. Hey, Boogie that nigga. Yeah, so Oh my goodness, man. Nigga. Legend. So Legend. yeah. And BRS Cash. Throw baby. <laughs> <laughs> was that the edit? <laughs> no, nah, the edit is go baby. Go baby. <laughs> I was in the car like listening to the song and then I heard the chorus and I was like, is this the, is that how they oh, did the edit? Oh shit. Go baby. <laughs> Yo, this shit only has a oh, wire. Right, I was about to say. Oh, okay. LVRN stands for Love Renaissance. Yeah, yeah. I just like saying Laverne. This shit had summer on lock in 2015, nigga. Where's Jalil Beats at in 2021, man? Counting money on his fucking couch I'm playing sure PlayStation 5. <laughs> like, that nigga built Meek's career. <laughs> oh, my God. This shit was so hard, yo. Did you fuck with this shit? Hey. And the video was dumbass hard. You know, and I kind of thought, I kind of thought like, out of Cali, he would have been the Kendrick. Yes, yeah. I I I, th- I want I thought he would be where Kendrick is, mm-hmm. and Cal- as far as like California rap, see what I happens when you always sign see shady. That, I see that spot. I've always seen that spot for Boogie. Yeah, definitely. Like definitely. as the new nigga that can rap his ass, I will say one of the most underrated songs of the decade. That is first fact, time yeah. I heard Kendrick was on where I really like paid attention to him was that game joint, mm-hmm. the city, where they like where he put the nigga on the very end of the song after get like after the song was over after the hook, Kendrick goes into some crazy ass acapella verse. And I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. That was when I was like, okay. I get it. But I still see that. I always saw that spot as Boogie. This song is more lit than Mo Bamba. Sorry. That's random. <laughs> why, why, why you had to put down Mo Bamba to say how great <laughs> this is? Mo Bamba, Mo Bamba was like, that shit wasn't about nothing. You know, the, he said the only, Shaq said the only reason he made that song is like for his man. Yeah. Like he was like, yo, so like, cause I knew he was going to the league, so it's like, yo, something you can play, they can play in the fucking stadium when my man comes out, like when you announce, like how you got your whole own song. This is an interesting take. It's a joke that people like Yachi and Designer made the Double XL freshman class that year, and Boogie didn't. He should have been on there, one of the best coming up. He didn't do a freshman. I thought Boogie had a freshman cover. I thought he did too. What year did he get it? Let's see. 
Echo another hater. This hits harder than two C slide. I'm sorry. Like, why are y'all doing that? <laughs> he didn't. Oh, wow. just realized the theatrical synthesizers at the start are from Jean Michel's Jarre's Rendezvous Two. Crazy fine, Jalil. No, he wasn't. Boogie did a pitch to be on the freshman cover in 2019. Wasn't he signed to Shady already? No. In 19? Yes. This nigga said Vince Staples mixed with Chance mixed with YG. Nah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, this was right before he got signed to Shady. That's the thing. This is probably what got him signed to Shady. That's one thing. I, like you said, see what happened when you signed to Shady. You know? What? I'm still mad about Stat Quo. Stat Quo? Obi? Come on, man. Like, Stat Quo. Obi Trice, one of my favorite rappers. Like, I don't know about all that, champ. Nah, Obi is just—he nah, was just nice chopping shit. shit. <laughs> he's nice. <laughs> so could Stat. M had rappers. <laughs> this is what I think it is. Oh no, that's not even the one I thought it was. What was the one with the real crazy ass beat? This is um. What do you say? The trail is trail. The trail is trail. The fake is fake, and they don't make bulletproof vests for your face. <laughs> That's what I remember from that. I'm like, yo, what's his album called? Statlanta. <laughs> oh my god. Statlanta. Are right, you talking about the, the one with the real crazy beat? Was that the one on um the uh, shady um joint by my side? By my side. Like that. Remember that one? That was a club joint. Yeah. See, Obi Trice ain't, ain't rapping on no shit like that. I don't know. He probably could though. Uh, Obi had. What's your favorite Obi Trice song? <laughs> with no feature. With no oh, feature. no feature. Um, since they want to know, like want to know. This is my favorite OB shit right here. Gotcha. What? What? Where's the Who original? produced this? Emil. All right, I was about to say that's definitely not no M shit. Yo, what's the shit where the nigga be like, it's a skit before, and the nigga be like, Obi Trice. And he got, <laughs> and he got a buck on like two times. I, I swear as you could, uh, you've been slain, yo. It's ain't that. It's like, it come on like, brown, 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 boom, 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 I think that's it. Hell yeah. Off Invasion. Which Invasion was that? One? 
That's the Green Lantern tape, right? Classic. <laughs> Classic. Sound like Trick Trick. Probably was. <laughs> Watch. You know, right, yeah, when we get into the, the show, it was some shit that Trick Trick said on there. It had me like, what? Alright, we'll get into it after this. And I gotta spend my one favorite Obi, my, my second favorite Obi Trice. Yo, she is on. <clears throat> Talking about. Uh, I can't say, you know, because, you know what I mean? That's an Eminem beat. So you can let this mixtape shit spin. <laughs> what they gonna do? <laughs> He might stop breathing. Alright. This was the one, too. Nice trip down memory lane. And then Nate, dog. I can be forgetting about these songs, yo. Like, you don't hear these songs when niggas got the up, man. (laughs) There's a whole, like, block of music that I feel like is forgotten, yo. I want to say it's from, like, 2000 to, like, fucking... 07, 08? No, nigga, till like 2016. Like, yo, niggas don't. Oh, nah, yeah, niggas don't have none of that shit. shit niggas yo. don't, niggas. That's because niggas wasn't outside. These niggas that run the internet, mm-hmm. and they weren't outside for this shit. Like, you gotta True. think. Like, I was dead ass at work one day talking to my man, Alan, and I realized he was born in 2000. <laughs> like, we was talking about <laughs> basketball, and he was like, yo, I ain't never really get to see Michael Jordan play. So we all stopped and was like, I stopped and was like, wait a minute, Alan, how old are you? Yeah. He's like, bro, I'm. this was in 2019. He's like, I'm 19. <laughs> I was damn. like, say that again? He's like, yo, I was born in 2000. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck, bro? So I said, yo, you didn't get to see Iverson cross Mike. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah. I'm like, you didn't see when Iverson put the sixes on his back and was bumping with the Lakers. Kobe and Shaq. He, and don't, the, he, don't he even, was like, no, I was one. He don't even know when Jordan stepped away for two years. He don't know about... He was, it, like, I that was nigga like, don't even know about Stone Cold Steve Austin, nigga. <laughs> it was so much shit I got to talk to him about. It was like, bro, how you don't know about that? Like, I, I felt really old. I felt super old when I was like, dad, bro, so you don't even like... Like, you've never really heard... Like, you probably heard Tupac and Biggie, but you weren't like... You don't like listen to that. He right. was like, nah. Like I was really like, so that's when that's when I realized like how some of these rappers, like when they wild yachty out for saying he had like never really heard Biggie shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, niggas born in 2000. Right. Like, like, so it's you throw this on, they won't know what the fuck to do. I bet you music videos like this look old as fuck to them, though. Like, yo, it's niggas that be trying to tell me. I was trying to tell niggas, you gotta remember, 
Yo, P was 17. These niggas was cold. That's I forgot who said it, yo. That's the difference from now mm-hmm. and then. Mm-hmm. Think about Biggie and Pac died. Them niggas was mid-20s. Yeah. You don't got no 25-year-olds rapping like that. You feel what I'm saying? You don't have well, true, true. you don't have niggas that's 17 years old now rapping like these niggas was when they were 17 in the 90s. These niggas was rapping like and you like yo it like I, when I listened to this and he said like I'm only 17 and I, I like this was like two years ago and I was yeah. like what the fuck bro yeah. no it don't even I was like with a whole crew of 17 year old niggas that, that was knock cold, your motherfucking head off knock yo. your block and that's the thing these niggas <laughs> now will do that at 17 but the ones that rap don't rap like this mm-hmm. like to the point where you was a threat to niggas that rapped hell yeah niggas looked at you like fuck is this little nigga that's the difference niggas don't be uh, I guess they rapping like the other shit they grew up of uh, Lil Wayne I know we 40 minutes in and we really ain't talked about shit. Bobby's whole shit. Wait, he mentioned that. Yeah, shout out to Schmurda. I'm not playing hot nigga. Sorry. You know what I will play? You'll be playing unless you want me to play computers? No. (laughs) Either one of those, I will play Bobby Bitch, though. I thought it was corny how they got them plaques for him, though. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Nah, because what happened was the, the more and more niggas was talking about he was coming home. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you know, it's some niggas that, it's a lot of niggas online that's like, yo, welcome home, Bobby, this and that. They wasn't fucking with Bobby before, before Bobby went in. But it's like niggas know that to sound good and like, so some clicks and some, some likes. You gotta shout out Bobby and well, so a lot of motherfuckers went and go went and streamed Bobby in these past few like, yeah. so th- them numbers shot up like. You know the funny thing to me. One of my favorite, he was over that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm do this that more. nigga energy was unmatchable, yo. Like nobody had charisma like that at that time, yo. They didn't. Like niggas love crack and slick about the the video with him in the epic office. I'm like, he got him a deal, right? <laughs> a very lucrative said, one. I, said, I, to, I post that, that shit every year. Bobby Schmurder, the first you know, person to slide over. A car in the parentheses table that I don't, while he shoots. I don't know if these niggas are aware, but I'm pretty sure that deal is still active. Like, and see how Rowdy came home. No, like it wasn't just thugs and them fucking come home videos. You feel me? Uh, what was I gonna say about Schmurder? Oh, I think it's so funny that the masses really only know this nigga for two to three songs. That shit is funny to me, son. Because his EP had how many? Like five. Right. And most of them, I believe, if not most of them, if not all, was on the GS9 tape. Man. What is what, what the fuck is this shit? Shmoney Schmurder, Deluxe Edition. Yeah, you never seen that? 
That's not no Let shit. Let me see it. Let me see it. I know Schmurder she wrote. I don't know what this shit That's is. Is it? Yeah. Alright, Shmoney Dance, my block. Alright, it is. Maybe I've never seen it. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, what the I knew box. it is. <laughs> Niggas don't really know this one. This one got the Corey Finesse song at the end, right? Say Tyrell. Girl, he got money. <laughs> oh, this is my shit too. Like it's a lot. Like them niggas had joints with chinks. Mm-hmm. Them niggas that body shit. That was one of my. None of my niggas ain't scared to catch no bodies. <laughs> yeah, Zogod, Zogod. Who's Zogod? I think that's Corey for now. Yeah, that shit was yamming, son. I don't know what happened to him. He was signed. He, he went off and did his own thing. Nah, I think, but he was signed with uh, what's the fucking football player dude, Junior Gallette. I don't know nothing about that. Junior Gallette used to play for the Redskins. Yo, I'm on that pep for the first time in years. And oh, I shit stay on there. Exactly the same. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> the thing about that piff, that piff gives you all the classic mixtapes. Yeah. That's the only place you can get a lot of that shit. So that's the only. That's why they're relevant. All right, y'all. God damn. What's hot? Sheesh. What was on the... What's hot, yo? They put this in the what's hot. Niggas must know. Wow. Free Mel, too, man. Free Max, man. Rest in peace, Stacks. Let's actually get into our show now. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I was getting ready to pull up the notes. I'm like, niggas had notes, got the notes sent to me. Everything last night. We got a whole. We back with the four man. He got three. I got three. We about to run this uh, three man, no, two man weave. And we going to hit y'all with some uh, uh, premium segments. Even though we ain't got premium shows no more. But I, <laughs> hey, bro, I bet you, I bet you, goddamn what? I bet you that Patreon coming soon now, ain't it, huh, man? Hey, my man <laughs> said something to me about that yesterday. He's like, yo, what y'all think about Patreon? I was like, yo, hey, bro. we there. I was like, we just no, put that, the move on hold yeah. because of something else. But uh, yeah, that, I, I believe that'll be very prevalent moving forward. All right, so uh, let's talk about this hip hop uncovered, you know, uh, this FX show, which is. Uh, being excellently done i really like it a lot um Did you know why it's being done so well why is that big U is an executive producer okay. i think he's the executive producer of the show okay and i think that's why the people that are on there are on there i think those are all people that he dealt with in some capacity okay you feel what i'm saying so have you uh learned anything that you didn't know from watching um, this documentary so far 
I didn't know Bimmy's production. History. I didn't know who the fuck Bimmy was. No, I knew who Bimmy was because I'd be, you know, that's the type of shit I'm into, all that old street shit. I didn't know who Bimmy was. I didn't know that was Deb's brother. Yeah. Um, I I just didn't. I knew he was like a Def Jam exec. I didn't know, he, like, as far as production, what he was doing. Shout out to uh, executive producers Jonathan Chin and Simon Chin from Lightbox, along with Malcolm Spellman. Excuse me, Rashidi Natara Harper, Eugene Big U Henley, Jimmy Jim Bob Chris, Douglas Banker, and BJ Levin, and co-executive producers Stephen Neely. That sounds familiar. It does. And uh, Harper, who is Harper? Who is Harper? Who is Harper? Harper is uh, okay. Rashidi Natara Harper is the director. All right. So shout out to all of these people because this is a when amazing like, yo. Um, show, and they got like the like the footage they got and the pictures and shit is fucking you think awesome. About they, yeah. they getting it from they getting it from that was one of the things when I watched the the Bimmy interview with Queens Flip. He was like, yo, he told Flip, he said, yo, see the thing is, it's different when you get the stories from the people who lived it mm-hmm. and who was actually there, yeah, and was going through it, not from a third party telling you what they seen. And I really like how they uh. They're all following, like, the same timeline, I guess. Right, because they were all moving around in the same time periods, which um, is crazy. So, yeah, we got Big U, uh, Big Deb, fucking Bimmy, Trick Trick, and Haitian Jack. <clears throat> That's a lineup right there. What? Um, whose story is your favorite so far, um, if you had to pick one? I'd probably say it's between Big U and Bimmy. I'll be honest. I like all of them, yeah. Yeah, but, like, but um, the way Big U, like, he was basically saying, he was like, yo, I spent my first half of my life destroying the community. He was like, and I'm trying to spend my second half, like, putting it back together. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that shit from him. And with Bimmy, it was almost like, yo, he knew when the fuck to get out of the streets. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? He knew when it was time to be like, yo, all right, let me. And I'm kind of mad that they got a. Uh... Somebody set him up, though. A bitch set him up, I believe. Sweet T. He talks about that on the Queen's Flip. The rapper Sweet T from back in the day. Mm-hmm. It was her. She He talks about that on his Queen's Flip interview. I fuck with Haitian Jack uh, swag, yo. That nigga be like. Yeah, man. he a little. <laughs> Like, he looked like, yo, like, if you see him now, you might be like, I don't even want to test that nigga mind. Yeah, yo. <laughs> he's like, he got a knife or some shit on him where he's going to cut you real quick. That nigga can just snap and shit. <clears throat> like, yo, that, that shit when he was talking about his father's car getting stolen. And he walked out. He said he went, he rounded yeah. up all of it. He was like, look, yo. That was some G y'all shit. Y'all might not have known it was my pop's car, but if y'all don't bring this car back by tomorrow morning, I'm going to start killing car thieves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start shooting car thieves starting tomorrow. <laughs> Yo said, oh, my son, the king of the car thieves. Like, the king of the thieves. Like, king of the thieves. He's like, Jack got the car back. My son's the king, king of, the of the thieves. thieves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yo. Like, yo, it's some, if you don't know, like, some of the backstories to certain shit when it come to rap music, yo, yeah, and certain shit, people. This shit encompasses, uh, 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 the emergence of Crips in California. Um, the downfall of Detroit as a major um, uh, manufacturing, city. yeah, manufacturing industrial city. Uh, New York, it's basically like the start of hip hop. Um, 
fucking what else is on there? Fucking um and it gives you some of Deb uh in Atlanta. Yep, Atlanta. Um and then like and it touches so many people, like it it touches Nipsey, touches fucking I don't know, Flocka, I guess by default, fucking Gucci. Nikki, Gucci, um LL Cool J. One thing I, I knew I always knew you were saying something that I didn't really know. I always knew Deb was tied in mm-hmm. because of like Bimmy and like all of that. I didn't know she was as active as she was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like and I was like, oh, that's why like when I be watching a little growing up hip hop Atlanta shit, mm-hmm. I'd be like, that's kinda why they don't play with her. Yeah. Like it- nobody on there they I don't know if people pick up on this, but um black women being personalities or like in the forefront of shit ain't really what's up in these times. Um like it is as a like lip service thing. Yeah. But like especially in the music industry. That's what I'm trying to say in like entertainment, like executives like that you don't typically see on camera and shit. Right. So you know she has to be a certain caliber just to like carry it the way she does when she's on camera yeah and still maintain her fucking executive status she kind of be on some like she kind of carries it like yo this how i feel about some shit Mm -hmm. like they got a whole thing on the show a whole storyline she's like i'm voting for trump i really don't care you you my friend yeah she was like certain shit she because she said it basically like with him at least he not sitting here trying to hide what he's doing. He's telling you the fucked up shit he's going to do. Let's be real. A lot of them niggas just like the fucking financial benefits. And that's, I think that's kind of what it was because her money's, she's got money. Yeah, Deb's got had money. money since the 80s. She's been had money. Like, she's wealthy. She's not rich. It's, it's well. And she ain't have to do this shit. Right, right. Certain shit. Like, yo, she said she came back to the music business to fuck with Gucci. Mm-hmm. Like, came back at She was like, yo, I'm done with it. She came back. So it's like... And she really came back because she wanted she wanted to help Gucci. So it was like... So shout out to Hip Hop Uncovered. Definitely um, check that shit Last out. two episodes. Come on tonight. I will be tuned in. 10 oh, and 11. Sweet. It's only a six-parter? Yeah. Cool. Um... Since we on TV shows, let's just get Snowfall out the fucking way, yo. Fucking, these, you watched the first two episodes of mm-hmm. season four. Shit was fucking trash. Tell me I'm wrong. It wasn't what I, as hype as I thought it was going to be. Very underwhelming, I'll say. Like, the whole shit, like, when they in the fucking, the little, trying to set up, um, what's his name? fuck is your name they trying to set up You're talking about uh stacy yeah that that's I, I i wanted to avoid calling the nigga stacy but when i saw him like as soon as i saw him on the show i'm like oh stacy my wife is like who i think his I'm name like, started with an s i'm like it's like silk or slick yeah, or something some shit like that. but he was in there taking his um hitting his acid you feel me dropping that shit in his ear in the car right before they pulled up and everybody thought he was bugging Cause he was like, "Yo, who the fuck over there?" Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? He's all like, but he already knew. He told Franklin from the jump, "Don't fuck me over." Yeah, and when he got there, he already was on that vibe. Like, so when he took the LSD and then man, 
I told you, yo, man boy is just a fuck up. His crew are fuck ups. Like his crew, his man's fucked that whole shit up. His man went out too soon, bucked off the Uzi. I'm sorry if I'm spoiling this shit for yeah, anybody, but like, yo, man, boy, and, and company fucked that whole mission up. They could have got your why, cause Hold on, let, let's do our daily, uh, nah, weekly reminder on this show. <laughs> we don't give a fuck about y'all, man. This shit is for us, yo. Fuck y'all. Like, yo, <coughs> and the whole like, yo, and already. Franklin's no. gonna have to smoke Man Boy. Huh? He's gonna have to smoke him. He should, you know what I really The whole thought, plan you know was what to I smoke really both. He was doing. I thought he was about to kill both of them. That was the plan. No, that wasn't the plan. That's, he said, yo, get both of them. He's like, yo, I'm gonna get both of them to go at each other. And he's like, yo, then I'm gonna get both of them out the picture. That who was did his he plan. Say that to? I forgot who the fuck he said it to. That was his whole plan to get both of them out the way. Because you know what's his name told him back whoever um Reed was like, yo, back. Whoever benefit who benefits you the most. Yeah, he was like, "Yo, uh, Franklin was kind of like, all right." Franklin was trying to get everybody to fuck out the way. He's mm-hmm. like, "Yo, this shit is too much." He was like, "Yo, this shit's bad for business. I'm yeah. getting rid of all these niggas." That's how Franklin was trying to do it. Like, but my thing is, if he would, if he would have had Leon with him, it would have went down differently. And I don't even like like they they beef is some shit. I don't even. It's like yo, I, that's all I seen niggas saying. I hate to see them two at I, again. I hate to see like yo, because I think he took with from our, our favorite clip where he's like, nigga, oh, yeah. I built this shit. Yeah, yeah. I think he took that to hut when he yeah. told it to him. Like, like so it's kind of like yo, and he been trying to get man boy to fuck out the way, right? But it's like. At the time, like, like that's the thing. Franklin's like, more like business minded. Yeah, Franklin's but he, more... he everything he anytime shit had to shake, fucking Leon handled that shit. You know? And one time he did that shit for him without his consent because he knew he wasn't going to do that shit. I forget what happened, but I I remember it, Leon was like, man, fuck that nigga. He ain't, he wants some pussy shit. I'm gonna go handle that shit, and it winded up being the right thing to do. You feel me? Like. But Leon beef is trash anyway. Like, fuck. He ain't seen Oso since old boy got killed, you know? Nah. <laughs> like that. They were doing bad business together. Like, so that's kind of what he was like, nigga, if you would be around, you would have known he's still, he's been around the Yo, whole time. Oso put y'all on. Like, what are you saying, nigga? He don't realize it. Like, that's why Franklin was like, nigga, this shit about business. And Franklin even showed him then. Like, that was the one thing I thought was going to kind of bring them back together mm. was when he was like, Reed, also, leave. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He made them niggas leave on the account that you ain't want them there. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So I felt like even then, Leon should have saw that and been like, damn, all right, I don't want them niggas here. My man told them niggas roll out. I ain't look at it. I look at it like he wanted them to leave because that shit was about to shake. Like, but even st- yeah, it's it's kind of both. Yeah, it's like kind of like make right. leave and shit. Exactly. So it was almost like yo, like I think he should have took that as kind of like nigga was like yo. Like I said, see, Leon' problem is he he talked too much. When he started going at Franklin, mm-hmm. he doing too much. So that's why you ended up losing your plug. You know what I'm saying? Like Franklin was like nigga, find your own plug then. Well, what the fuck was his plan before that? Because remember, Franklin went to the hood and he was like, nah, I'm good. So nah, the, Franklin was basically telling him he needed him like running with him like on some, oh okay, like, okay, 
right hand man type shit again. He was like, nah, I'm he was like, nah, I got these, I got the projects. So Franklin was still gonna give him the work, gotcha, gotcha, but it gotcha. wasn't gonna be like he with him all the time, hitting for him when he need him. Like that's why he's like, what, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, drive you around all day. Like it's like you lost your plug and almost got took off by the Mexicans and shit. <laughs> that shit was so funny. <laughs> it was like, nigga, you go up there, you set this up. He was like, all right, all right. He kept turning around like. Those saying them car lights, come on. Them niggas, you heard them motherfuckers <laughs> cap them shits. Niggas like, oh, shit, this is sad. Them boys got all of it. <laughs> you realize they all got in totally different spots than they were in in the car when they pulled up. <laughs> the nigga that was in the Leon back ended driving up driving. Shit, the nigga that was in the back got the driver's seat. No, nah, Leon was driving. Oh, Leon drove when yeah. they left? Leon got the driver's seat. The <laughs> nigga that was, getting the fuck the out nigga of that it. was in the back got in the passenger seat. The nigga that was in the front got in the back. Oh, my God, yo. That shit was hilarious. All right, what's up with this uh, reporter, yo? You think this how it's all going to come down? Because the shit got to come down within this season or if they do a next season. This is about to be the end of this fucking show. You feel me? There's no way this goes past. <coughs> I'll get it five. So I think she's going to be the one that exposes Franklin and Reed because of that girl, the girl that Franklin used to fuck with. That ain't cop. got shit to do with Reed, though. But I think through But Franklin, that's why he had to kill Shorty Father because Shorty Father found out all that shit, right? Damn. Who has who has that shit? Did he get that shit back? The, the, that's how he tied to the white cop. The, the white cop. All right. Is that, is, that, is that the one that he's paying? Yeah. That's the that's one that's dude. All right. So that's, I think yo going to end up kind of, it's going to have to be through him. Because wasn't he like the, the, her father's like partner or some shit or his homeboy? Yeah. Like, but, um, that's who, that's who he told. You feel what I'm saying? But Shorty about to talk though. Yeah. But and I think when they go to yo, yo might end up running his mouth. Gotcha. And like I say this, yo, Reed, Reed is fucked up for not uh, assisting Franklin in that situation outside of just getting him the guns. <coughs> That's and where they came from? Huh? That's nah, they- but you got to remember, Reed went, I mean, Franklin went to Reed about the whole shit with Man Boy and the other dude. He was mm-hmm. like, well, gang wars or something ain't, ain't something I'm going to help you with or I can't assist you with. You feel what I'm saying? He's like, some things I can help you with, some things I can't. And gang wars... They fall in the ladder. Like, so it was kind of like, nah, nigga, I'm not helping you with this. Yeah. Like, it was kind of like, damn, Reed, you you could have easily, like. So what, what are you talking about? He gave him the guns, though. I think, didn't he help him get, you know, the, the dude they buy the guns from is a fucking snitch. The Israeli dude. They used to be Franklin's plug. Oh, shit. That's, remember, do he was looking think, for him. Do you think all of them guns is um the ones Reed is looking for? They might be. Damn, that's a plot twist like a motherfucker <laughs> right there. Because you remember when Reed was like, he was calling him, he was like, Javi, where the where fuck is the guns, guns at, at yo? Because Costa Rica or the line, like, yo, we ain't get the shit. You but Franklin walked in there with a fucking dragon on and talking about I can get as many as you need and Uzis. That's crazy. I ain't put that together. Yo might be selling them Franklin. I think Franklin might be undercutting Reed on some guns and shit. Yeah. You feel me to give to the hood. But he probably don't realize he undercutting Reed. He probably don't. He probably was just like, yo, I need some shit. And Javi just taking and Javi just, off the top. Right. Talking about the ship ain't make it. So it's like, yo, it's a lot of shit they, they got 
going on in this season. Because, and this is how Franklin gets caught up. Mm. I'm going to tell you because the, the, the reporter is going to start looking into his mother and them shit more. Yeah. Because they found out about them offshore accounts mm-hmm. and all of that shit. So that's where it's going to, I think that's how Franklin gets exposed. Through his mom. Good stuff. Good stuff. <clears throat> Why well, sound like somebody in my house that ain't usually here? I think they set it up. I think they basically set it. These first two episodes are just setting up the plot. I just didn't. I just thought they was trash, bro. The first one was um, I thought it was like I don't. I don't think they did a good job of tying the events that happened at the mm-hmm. end of last season the, to the beginning yeah. of this season. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like, all right, he wake up and his body hurt and shit. But, like, hella shit just went down, fam. Like, shit ain't okay right now. And then they like, oh, all right, well, man boy and um, homeboy beefing. But at the end of last season, everything was cool. They came out. They both came out the bottoms. You feel me? So, like, what the fuck is... I don't know. That shit was just weird to me, yo. <clears throat> but cool. We'll see what happens. Why can't uh, people make six nine irrelevant? Because they just seem to want to keep being involved. All they got to do is ignore the nigga, man. Yeah, not like that. make documentaries and shows about him and shit. Like when niggas was like, "Yo, it's a Showtime documentary out now." What? Nah, that Showtime documentary pretty good. I've been. I said. I said. I'm gonna watch it when I go home today. Mm-hmm. But I was like, "What is niggas?" Huh? Like, and then it's like, everybody's still just going. He's picking up right where the fuck he left off. And niggas don't even realize it. Because he's back to trolling niggas, and niggas is going back and forth with him again. Mm-hmm. Like, everything. He's he's on scene, and he's on academic shit. When academics talk about anybody, 6 9 in the comments, like, yo, yeah, da, 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 da. Like, he's, babe, he's doing the same shit he was doing before he went to jail, yo. Like, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And niggas is letting it happen, you know? Like, that's that's the only, all they got to do. Like, yo, like I said with the Meek shit, you see him, oh, shit, it's 6 9 let me go get in my car. Like, how hard is that? Like, even if he is oh, talking a bunch of like, shit. Yo, 6, you pussy, and then went to Yo, you's a bitch. Bitch-ass <laughs> nigga. Like, walked out, got my shit. Like, yeah. don't. Niggas antagonizing him, you know? Like, giving him a, re- and 6 9 even said it. He's like, if niggas stop talking about me and leave me alone, mm-hmm. I'll shut the fuck up. Because I won't have nothing to talk about. I won't have a reason to talk about you. And they be letting that nigga say the wildest of shits, yo. Like, yo, he's sitting on there to show enough, like, show enough niggas, Reese and all. And I'm like, yo, look like the ops winning, nigga. Yeah, like, why are they going on live with them and shit? Don't understand it, my G. Like, yo, when he posted his chain... So I saw Dirk's chain. Dirk has a a, a Newski chain, mm-hmm. like big big ass piece says Newski and diamonds on the back. Has a picture of him, like with his name and all of that shit. Yo, this nigga six nine goes and gets a big ass chain, big dumbass like the shark joints, like this fucking big spins all that shit. He's like, yeah, nigga, I got diamonds on the front, baguettes on the back of my shit. Like, y'all rap niggas out here putting pictures of y'all dead homies on the back of y'all shit. That's and I put diamonds on the back of my shit. Yeah. I'm like, that's he straight crazy, playing yo. with y'all niggas yeah. like he was when he was running around with Shotty. This shit don't even make sense. Man, he loved fucking with that nigga. 
because he knows Dirk's not going to respond to him. Mm -hmm. Like, because he already tried to pay Dirk to beef with him. And Dirk was like, nah, yo, I'm not with that. Like, that's what made the Meek thing weird to me. I was like, is this shit real? And then Dirk had one of the hottest lines of last year. Mm. Please don't play that little boy in the club because we do not listen to rats. <laughs> like, you feel that's the only time Drake, I mean, uh, Dirk acknowledged this nigga was on the Drake single. Mm -hmm. So it's like to 6ix9ine, he probably felt good about that. I got this nigga Dirk to acknowledge me and on the Drake single, single at that. And yeah, I read it. All right. Um, shit. Make sure y'all go check out one of our new shows, Music Video Theater, on the MDMA Lifestyle Wave. Just the episode three, Side Nigga Anthems. You got to put the whatchamacallit music on the beginning of that. The Masterpiece Theater shit. Yo. <laughs> and if, if all right, we got to make one, though. I'm not putting nothing that ain't our shit on nothing no Never more. Never heard the yo. masterpiece there, the shit? Nah, I know exactly what you're talking about, but nigga, we don't own that shit. Fuck That's it. true. You're right. Why does it sound like somebody in my house that ain't normally here? Yeah. But, um, yeah, y'all check that shit footsteps. out. Nah, a little heavy. it's a different voice. Like, I'm like, hmm. Sure, it's not the TV. Nah, it's not the fucking TV. Man. I've done that before. Not my hammer, my hammer in the room. I would just go up there with the hammer on some goofy shit just to be funny. You. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> um, this old thing. <laughs> oh, I was just cleaning this off. Yo, all right. What's up with this? Uh, oh, uh, I always say it wrong. Yo, how how you say the CJ song again? Whoopty. Whoopty. All right. What's up with the remix with Rowdy? Do you think that's real? Yes. I saw a clip of the video. When I'm in the oh, studio my making. God. There's a video? My man, at Fathom posted it. Oh, my God. It's not out yet. My man hit me last. My man commented on it last night. was like, yo, Fly, what you think about it, yo? He was like, um, he was like, yo, I'm trying not to hate it, yo. He was like, like I'm trying to hate it, but I kind of can't. Was French slid on it too. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't put Rowdy on that and think it's gonna be trash. I think Rowdy's gonna kill it. You feel what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, I said it's like I. Like, yo, he's a plant. Niggas got bread to pay these niggas. All right. I'll take that. And it's not like he's a snitch or nothing. And then I've been like on the, like, so it's not like he's ratting. He's just not outside like he's saying he's outside. And I've even seen some shit saying he might have been part of a certain set at one point. But you feel what I'm saying? So it's not like he's like, it's not like he's 6'9". So does this affect... GS9's relationship with other I doubt people. it. Doubt it. Okay. Because like I, like I was saying, them niggas, they, them niggas are so hot. They're going to be so hot. Everybody's going to want to be Everybody's going to want to stand next to them niggas. Only niggas that's not, like it's going to be certain niggas in New York that's certain because it's certain gang affiliations, but. Right. Like, Imagine like a, a GS9 and Griselda joint for no reason. Crazy. 
And I and the thing about it is, I would see West Benny and Conway all doing that. Yeah. Because like yo, they'll even like yo like. Because the one thing I like about them niggas, even though they had their own time, but like yo, them sitting there saying like yo, y'all can sit there and try to talk about like saying little baby and all that shit ain't rap. He like, but well, we are talking about the exact same shit that them like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all talk about the same shit. It's just different beats. He's <laughs> like and different flows and cadences. So. That's the sound in their area, like, what you expect. That's what they grew up on. We grew up on this sound that we rap over. So that's why we rap over that. They grew up over this shit. That's why they rap like that. When I said, it's like, niggas, want, niggas are going to want to be next to Rowdy and Bobby for the next. Uh, I know nobody cares, but um, a judge ruled Tory Lanez and his team cannot talk about what happened. With the shooting freely. Still think that's fucked up. Remember, he was trying to pass that shit in court. Still think that's fucked up. That is kind of fucked up. We will see what happens in the future. Um, So, who do you think is going to jack GS9 first? Who's going to get that GS9 juice all over their face, yo? Do you think Drizzy's going to... You think that's what he was waiting for? No. Hmm. We already see Quavo. Uh, I think it's Quavo. I think Quavo is going to be one of them because it's like, yo, why are you... Like, I, I will say this. I will say Quavo and Pop Smoke had a strong relationship. No, nah, Schmerder said him and Quavo been been cool. All right, so... But I'm... I, 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 they, like, they said they, they crews are cool. Like. Uh, yeah, so that I, I could understand that probably on some... Right. Yeah, they probably met on some rapper shit, yeah. like the vibe. Back in the day. Back in the day. No, nah, that's know, true man. because nah, I'm gonna he tell said, you why. He said Quavo was holding him down, holding him down the whole time. Because it was um, when he got out, he was gonna. Was it? There's a Travis Scott song, mm-hmm. um, called Fifteen Hundred, where like he's talking, like Travis was even talking about when he was in New York, he was with like Rowdy and Bobby and all them, I and I know he's real tight with. Quavo and all the Migos. Mm-hmm. So that's probably, yeah, that makes sense. If you fuck with the Migos and you, Dave, you might be going to New York, they might, they hitting, yo, you my think, man coming up top. Did you hear that conversation John was having about Uzi? About the people going to the studio? Yeah, checking his swag. I can see that. I thought they was talking about Quavo. I wouldn't be shocked. Cause it's like, they yo, haven't put shit out. They haven't, like, the last joint they put out, you like that I needed shit. Yeah. Like, so oh, I liked it, huh? <laughs> you like because you told I, I, I was like, this shit's you hard. Funny. You did you tell me you funny, fuck with that yeah. joint. I, like, yeah, I fuck with this but shit. You don't fuck with it? Not really. Right. And maybe it's because it's like, I don't think I'm fully, I, I just haven't fell in, uh, believed in the, the young boy hype. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> because I even felt like them getting on a, getting him on the song was y'all trying to stay relevant. He's the true, hot young nigga. True. And like, the video was mad goofy. Right. You're trying to do something viral. Like I seen clips from the vi- pictures from the video. Mm-hmm. Never saw the video. Mm-hmm. Never saw a clip of it. And that shit only the whole what was that? Uh don't be a minute shit. That shit only lasted for y'all for the video for online for like two days. Yeah. So it didn't even make me want to go look at the video. So that to me lets me know, like, all right. So it's like, yeah, like I said, I felt like that was them going to the, the young, the hot, the hot young nigga at the at the moment. Mm-hmm. 
like, and kind of knowing, like, all right, we get him on something, it's going to at least get some streams and some spins. So, industry games. Um, fuck. What was we just talking about? The Uzi shit? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else would be. I just lost my complete train of thought. Cause this dumbass who's gonna jack GS9 sauce, and you asked me about the, uh, the Uzi shit. You saying you think it was Quavo? Oh, all right, no, I did it the right way. I was trying to hit them shits a certain kind of way. Yeah, I got, I got it though. Cause you, I know it's done. Yeah. All right, cool. We're good. All right, cool, 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 man. I told you this shit was gonna work, nigga. Fucking, uh, make sure y'all go check out Snaps on the Petro on the MDMA Lifestyle yep. Wave. Best weed show in the motherfucking world. Um, and now it is time for the news with Raw Skinny. Just a couple quick things this week for y'all. Nothing major. I ain't got a whole bunch of um, reckless ass criminals this week. I promise. <clears throat> Anything you heard about this week that uh, piqued your interest? And make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at um, MDMA Lifestyle Wave. That this shit, shit with is the plane, nuts. the parts of the plane like falling in I front of niggas' houses. I still haven't gotten hip on that. Like, what is going on? I didn't on there? even really get deep into it, but I was just like, yo, you know how pissed I'd be walking mm-hmm. out the front door in the morning and an airplane part just falls in my fucking no, front yard? Well, apparently there is a part that they put in a whole bunch of planes and. That's the part that's fucking up, and like they gotta recall all I was these watching fucking planes now, and they had to like call them shits down out the air and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? <clears throat> where where is it? Uh, Colorado, right? Yeah. Like, imagine that shit. Imagine you got your car in your driveway, shit falls out the sky, fucks your car up, and you can't go to work now. And this shit happened on Breaking Bad too. How you how you gonna explain that to your boss at work? Like, yo, I can't come to work. The airplane engine kind of broke. Peace fell and fucked my car up. Imagine being on that fucking plane, bro. You seen this shit? That is 777. Oh, nah. Oh, my. Yo, I'd have lost my shit, yo. Oh, I could have been on that. Right. <laughs> like, come God. on, bro. That shit right by the front door. Oh I'd be God. sick. Shit, we hit. <laughs> You're an ass. <laughs> That's what I'd have said if I was on there. Oh, we just got hit. We going down. I'd have been calling my wife, yo. Oh, buddy. Come on, bro. Oh, my God, yo. Imagine if you was like just out there. Yeah, just walking your dog or some shit. I'm 
I'm saying? You can imagine you coming out your door, trying to come out your door, and you ain't know that shit was there. You just in there making your bacon and eggs for breakfast. <laughs> Roof just collapsed. You just, you just hear some shit and you just look up and shit like. Uh, nah, that happened on a couple planes, Jack. Planes is fuck. Yeah, fuck that. Um, yo, it was this one shit I wanted you to hear. It was this interview. You you remember Vernon Maxwell? Hmm? You remember Vernon Maxwell? Heard the name. Alright. Nigga used to play for the Rockets. We used to call him Mad Max. I think he's the first nigga to punch a fan in the face. Oh, shit. <laughs> 88 draft. Alright, fella, we'll get into it. Yeah, this is when he punched the fan. We'll get into it another day, though. Um, I'm looking at his Twitter. Cool. His Twitter, Brandon Maxwell. Oh. It's understandable to brag and celebrate having the best record in February when your franchise's biggest accomplishment is food poisoning MJ. Damn. <laughs> Yo, that's some ether. <laughs> what the Yo, fuck? Who this did nigga, that to him? Nigga, unloading the clip. <laughs> oh, he talking about the Jazz? He hates the Jazz, yo. I'm following this nigga just for that. Yeah. That was hard. I heard his uh, Twitter's off the chain, too. All right, let's get into it. News of Raw Skinny. Boop, 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 boop. Yo, Mike Tyson calls out Hulu boycott after streaming service announces an unauthorized Iron Mike series. <laughs> a miniseries based on the life and career of Mike Tyson is on the way from Hulu, but it's already receiving counterpunches from the former heavyweight champion. That was that was crafty. Um, Hulu announced Thursday it had picked up an eight-episode Iron Mike, which will come... From the team behind I, Tanya. That that includes director Greg Gillespie. Gillespie? I don't know. Gillespie? Yeah, whatever, nigga. Writer Stephen Rogers and producer Margaret Roby. Plus showrunner Karen Geis. One person, however... Margaret Roby? Yeah. She's the showrunner? Nah, she's a producer. Oh. One person not involved, however, was Tyson himself. So... (laughs) Is this one of them things where he might have signed some rights to somebody nah, back in the day and nope. they just made a show? Nah, fam. I don't understand. See, that's... He said, um, he said, this is a tone deaf cultural misappropriation. I want to hear him saying that. I wish they had that on tape. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. This is from his. Instagram account. He has a, a boycott Hulu thing on there. And it says Hulu's announcement to do an unauthorized miniseries of the Tyson story without compensation, although unfortunate, isn't surprising. This announcement on the heels of social disparities in our country is a prime example of how Hulu's corporate greed 
led to this tone deaf cultural misappropriation of the Tyson. So he's just story. more mad. He's more or less mad that he, they didn't give him the bag for it. I would be mad too. Oh, well, yeah, I get it. <laughs> it's but about me. Fuck don't that. don't try to get on him and be like, yo, the, all this extra shit might just be like, yo, I'm mad they didn't give me my bag. They come from, you <laughs> yeah. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I respected it more if you just like, yo, don't try to loop everything else into this mic. Hold up, hold up. Get hold niggas up. on your side. Let him finish. Let him finish. <laughs> all right. To make this announcement during Black History Month, only <laughs> confirms. <laughs> <laughs> Only confirms Hulu's concern for dollars over respect for black story rights. Hollywood needs to be more sensitive to black experiences, especially after all that has transpired in 2020. The real Mike Tyson authorized story is in development and will be announced in the coming days. Hulu, to announce stealing a black athlete's story during Black History Month could be more inappropriate a tone down. But I'm going to go out here on the ledge and say, oh. ain't no story, ain't no documentary story <laughs> on Mike's end being worked on, yo. <laughs> I love Mike, yo, but <laughs> whoever put that shit together for Mike, yo, gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, yo, Mike ain't write that shit, Yo, that shit, had, that shit had black in it at least 20 times. Mike did not write that shit, yo. Oh, if Mike God. wrote that shit, I'd be shocked. Like during Black History Month, they need that. They need to be more sensitive to Black story rights. <laughs> what? I said I get it. See, this be that bullshit. Why are they talking about Robin Givens? You see what I'm saying? Like she, ha- she has nothing to do with this, yo. Just and collateral y'all just damage. Put that shit collateral in damage to them, yo. <laughs> you fucked up, man. Unless they gonna be talking about the stuff with her on the show. <laughs> Yo, and of I course thought... you're not gonna go to Mike and ask for permission if you're putting that shit in this show, cause Mike will fuck around, punch you in your shit on spot. Yo, you gonna love this one, kid? NFL linebacker threatens to leak photos of an ESPN reporter at a strip club. Guess what team this guy plays for? Okay, not the Ravens. You guessed it. Was she, was she working at the strip club or just in the strip I don't, club? I haven't even read this shit yet. Like, I, that, that, cause if I'm just you, going off the headline. If you Hold say, on. I'm going to I'm gonna send these pictures of you that we, that night you was in the strip club. Hold on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> An NFL linebacker has threatened to leak scandalous photos of an ESPN reporter at a strip club. Baltimore Ravens linebacker Matthew Juden who was set to become a free agent this offseason. I'm pretty sure he secured that now. Posted an Instagram story demanding an apology from ESPN's Jameson Hensley for an apparent inaccuracy in his reporting on Juton's contract negotiations. Juton threatened to release the photos if an apology is not made. The article that Juton is taking issue with is Henley's financial breakdown of what it would take for the Ravens to keep Juton in Baltimore long term. ESPN published it on Tuesday. In the article, Hensley cited an anonymous source claiming that the Ravens offered Juton a contract extension during the season with an annual salary of $16.5 million and that Juton declined the offer. The article has since been updated to include Juton has disputed this report. Juden claims that it is against league rules for his team to offer him a contract during the season after receiving a franchise tag the previous year, which is correct according to the new collective bargaining agreement. Blah, blah. What's up with these photos, G? Do you even have the photos? 
Are there any photos? Sound like he might not have no photos. He might have just seen it. Sounds like he ain't got no photos. You just seen him in the strip club that night. You're like, yo, remember that night I seen you? Yo, I got pictures. <sighs> Niggas lying. He made a threat on an Instagram story. You better hope yo from ESPN don't snuff you next time. He see you just for texting him with that bull, putting that bullshit on Instagram. Yo, I'm going to release these pictures of you in the strip club. Doing what? <laughs> <laughs> Was I throwing money? You ain't got no photos because you can't pull out your um, shit in the strip club like that, can not you? Not supposed to. What are you talking about, man? Unless you, it might be different because that nigga's in the league. So, Like maybe he in the VIP and shit? Yeah, it might be different because he's in the league, so I have no idea. I know I'm cold as fuck right now. All right. Uh, come on with the cookies and shit, fam. Oh, <laughs> I hate that shit now. <laughs> they got to let you know. Uh. Authorities seized billions of dollars worth of cocaine in Europe's largest ever bus. While the world may feel like it's still a very much on total pause due to the ongoing pandemic, one thing most certainly never is on pause, and that's the coke industry. And this week, those who closely follow news of the recreational stimulant variety were treated treated with word that authorities in Germany and Belgium had seized more than... 50,000 pounds of cocaine worth billions of dollars. As detailed in this subsequent CNN report, authorities are now calling this the biggest amount of coke ever seized in Europe. We still ain't find out what happened to that J.P. Morgan Chase boat, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Week-long bus operation began with the discovery of more than 36,000 pounds of coke hidden inside... 1,728 cans of construction putty, which were traveling on a ship from Paraguay via Tangier and Rotterdam. Dutch authorities launched an investigation into the list of recipient of the shipment, resulting in the discovery of 11 containers en route to Antwerp. More than 15,000 pounds of coke was found in a container that also contained blocks of wood. Just regular blocks of wood. It sounds like some movie shit. No, I be watching this shit on National Geographic called To Catch a Smuggler. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you be seeing some of the shit. You be like, yo, what the fuck? Like that they be getting off? The shit that they be trying, right? Oh, like, they be getting caught? Yeah, oh, like they be shit. finding the shit. Like, you be like, yo, that shit don't even seem smart. Yeah. Like, nigga, they, one nigga was still trying coffee. He's like, dude just opened up the bag. Was like, this this is white coffee. Supposed to be brown. Like, what color is coffee? Brown. He's like, oh, this is definitely cocaine, man. <laughs> oh my god, yo! The dude was putting liquid cocaine in the um deodorant. Okay. The deodorant rollers. Deodorant rollers, huh? No, I think it was powder. And it might have been, eh. They, no, it was liquid because I remember him like, the, the whole dude broke it down. The, 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 the customs dude, he was like, look, it's a false bottom. He's like, it's probably like regular deodorant from right here to here. Yeah. Then it's the false bottom. He was like, so poke the bottom of the joint. He's like, poke the bottom of the uh, deodorant. Dude poked that shit. Like shit came out. It turned blue on the little test. He was like, see, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, they I gotta suck. see this shit, yeah. Is it, um, can you, like, 
bang it back to back yeah. and shit. All right. Just go on that geo, put in a catch a smuggler. Gotcha. Good shit. Gotcha, man. Damn, we uh one thirty in, one thirty in. All right. Uh, we don't have to do that. Who had the hardest verse this week? Honestly, I don't even feel like doing Urban Dictionary lookup. And uh, dumbass of the week, man. Dumbass of the week. Let me check Murder Inc. See if anybody did some stupid shit. Did I tell you about that Crown TV court shit? Nah. I thought I sent you that, man. Shit. I told you. Uh, he's talking about that shit at work. And it's like, so they, um, they go in and basically, um, like a lot of these cases are like big street dude cases, cases with a lot of these rappers. They'll like read you the, all of like the some of the documents and shit and kind of break down to you what's happening. This is a show or this is an Instagram thing? It's a YouTube. Oh, okay. Got some good shit on there. He cooked the heart with potatoes. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm good on that. I'm trying to keep my energy positive today. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and chill on all that bullshit. Make sure y'all, um, all right, um, I have an announcement to make. Me and my wife decided that, um, as part of bringing back the Busy Being Married podcast, we are going to do a Temptation Island, uh, watch along show. So be on the lookout for that, motherfuckers. Coming real soon. I think we're going to start that this weekend. I, I was, like, when you, when you sent me that and I read it, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I, I, I think I know... Uh, you you could, it's a it's a nice little lane you could yeah and I was like all right I get, I see it it's, it's a lot of them different type shows and I was like yeah that's that's a perfect one that's gonna be a good one Cause like a little you find out when you start watching those type shows mm-hmm. how many people watch them oh hell yeah you go on Twitter and shit mm-hmm. like Fuck ninety yeah. day fiance all of that they go. They be in there, shit on yeah. there, to the point where 90 Day Fiance had to make the what's the show, the Strikes Back shit, Yo, where they, they sit so on Twitter and read the shit. Joints, they got yeah. one that's called it'll be like 90 Day Strikes Back. They mm-hmm. sit there and read the tweets about them and shit about the episodes, and then they like respond to the people that sent them like on the screen, be like, oh, all right, shit. well, it's this and this. That's what's up, <laughs> yo. <coughs> mm. Yo, there's some vintage Vernon Maxwell, yeah. He's about to argue with his teammate and then punch a fan in the middle of a game. Yeah, that's how you got it. Sometimes you just you just catch a stray. Just a random dude. Niggas flopping and shit. He out here going to lace niggas, yo. Look at this shit. He meant that shit. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) 
He about to fuck security up. Like we we do not have that that energy left the league with Ron Artest and like Kevin Garnett. But Rondo and Chris Paul still a little that that Rondo still got a little bit of that in him. He high as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo, bitch. But he told his story with about Hakeem Olajuwon punching yo in the face and shit. Punching him? Yes. Sheesh, that shit had to hurt. Because they was like fighting during practice or some shit. Alright. Alright, yo. Anything else before we get the fuck out of here, man? Follow me on Instagram at Baltimore Bucho. You follow me at 410 Fonzie. We out this bitch. Holla at y'all. Episode 48, son. Wow.